Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Hello, and welcome to the final Little Cuties of 2015. I'm Dave Horwitz. And I'm Sean Perlman. And together we are the, the Little Cuties. Sean, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm okay. I've moved the chairs from outside of my living room into this room. Usually we have two other chairs. Yeah. I don't want it to throw anybody in this room, but it's going to be a little different. The vibe is going to be special. I thought the feng shui was perfect the and way it know. was. Oh. <laughs> but then <laughs> the you threw in this fucking chair. And now you feel terrible. Yeah. Okay. I just feel, yeah. As a base level, great. I'm not yeah. scared of it. I'm I mean, not... I witnessed a car accident today. Maybe that has. <laughs> did you? I di no, I didn't. But oh, Sean. I thought it'd be funny if it was, if my bad feeling was based on something else. I know. Instead of Classic just an arbitrary thing. Comedy. About... Yeah. Classic reversal. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm having a lot of uh, recent feelings and by recent i mean like the last 10 minutes i think i just in realized last yeah, oh. <laughs> i think i just realized like due to some work emails and stuff yeah that it truly is the end of the year yeah uh and i'm not usually one to be swayed or sucked in by resolutions odd lang syne noisemakers yeah. champagne keep going french kissing don't stop light fingering under a dance floor light uh mirror ball disco Continue. ball that's what i was gonna say disco ball the whole time the last three things were all supposed to be disco ball more please um <laughs> i'm usually not one to get swept up in all of that i'm not a big resolutions guy because yeah. obviously this whole show that we do together is basically like one big new year's resolution right let's get a little bit more mature let's figure it out yeah uh meanwhile I'm at work. I'm not realizing because I have to go in a little bit next week. I didn't. Re I'm not even realizing. And also, I'm Jewish. Christmas means nothing to me. Yeah. I don't believe in anything. Although I love when people give me things. Um, <laughs> I am realizing we're at the end of the year. Yeah. And truly, how do you feel about that? Do you get seasonal depression? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, I, I don't know if I would, I don't know what. I Is don't that a joke? Because you're like, I have depression and then it doesn't stop when it's winter. <laughs> no, it's more just like, well, what is it? Is it seasonal depression? Is it year-round anxiety triggered yeah. by literally anything? Right, is right, it right. just like, it sucks to be cold? My friend Robert had a joke that I love where he's like, um, uh, does anyone else get to this time of year and think, and, and say like, uh, uh, well, I guess it's not seasonal. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. That's funny and sad and true. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't really get seasonal depression. Uh, I, oh wait, I, did I fuck up that joke? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, does it, does it happen? Anyways, well, yeah, it worked. You laughed. 
It worked. <laughs> it worked is what you worked. I just don't like. want to butcher somebody's joke. It's, you know, it's, uh, I guess it's not seasonal. But no, no, it's about, you know what it is? It's, it's in spring. It's not at this time of year. It's, well, cause it's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense yes. with the actual yes. punchline yes. making logical sense. Yeah. 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 Then it's nice. Then he goes, well, I guess it's not seasonal. But depression. you can't really tell that joke in LA. Yeah, because it's nice. All to, oh, you're right. It's a, yeah, that was a New York comic who wrote that joke. Oh, my God. Totally. You <laughs> couldn't do that out here. Yeah. If he came out here, he would tank with that. They'd f- throw California tomatoes at him. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the best, best uh, tomatoes in a... Yeah. You remember the California tomatoes. They wore yeah. sunglasses. They sang I Heard It Through the Grapevine. <laughs> Very popular in the 80s. Um, Still works. Grapevine, huh? No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's on a. Vine. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a, it's a, they are yeah. there are grape tomatoes. Anyway, as we are famous for doing, yeah. we are saying words right now. Right. Uh, no, I'm I I I firmly believe that this was one of the worst years of my entire life. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, I uh, a lot of stuff happened to you. I mean, it was a lot of uh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. But then I thought about it. Yeah. And I thought about all the things, and I realized that my life is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, because if this was the worst year of my life, then your life then your life is pretty good. Then everything's great. Yeah, uh, and then then I didn't know how to feel. I was like, well, then what's my identity? Like, am I even interesting? And that was just a whole thing. Did you really think am I interesting? Was your was your next thought that that followed it? Yeah. Oh, because you're like I've been through no strife. I was like, Jesus or something? Christ, what a year! And then I thought about all the things that happened. I'm like, right. I'm completely fine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um. I mean, uh, completely is a. That's a big. You know, it's it's yeah. a, maybe an overstatement, but um, well, it's just you know, uh, you know, it's all relative. Like I think that uh, what did you think of your year? I, God, this is gonna sound so annoying after you just said this, but this year was w- like a really good year. I thought it was a really good year in terms of just well, for work for you, it was pretty good. Cool yeah. stuff happened. Yeah, um, uh, it just seems to be really like. I took this year really seriously, really tried to just work really, really, really hard. And uh, and some cool stuff is happening, which is really nice. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I felt like that it was a it was a progress year. That being said, um, took a long time to get to that point where, you know, yeah, I still feel like I can't stop fucking up which is rough because we started this show being like we're trying to get better it's so funny because and you have such you have like uh, a stable job you have listen, you know, to, this, yeah. listen to this yeah. thing i did okay this just happened yeah so like two or three weeks ago i went to a thing i want to say also your facial hair looks great you look very handsome thank you i grew a beard because uh my ex-girlfriend said i should grow a beard and then uh, we broke up but then i was like <laughs> why don't i just keep going what's the worst that can happen yeah. other people see me with a beard maybe someone i've never met really likes a beard you look great i if i could grow a beard i would grow a beard what do you grow i grow patchy facial hair that almost well, it grows you seem like neck. you could have a you, few, you seem like you could have a full mustache I could probably have a full mustache. You could have a full goatee, probably. Then it's what spotty on, on my cheeks. cheeks. Um, the goatee starts at the bottom of my chin. It's not really like a goatee. I feel like is like here, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. I think lip, bottom lip to chin, little tiny bit here. Yeah. You know, a little. You could grow a long like new metal goatee and then put a little bead at the end of it, like braid it. 
Yeah. Put a bead at the end. I could totally do that. Keep it very high and yeah. up top like it is now. Yeah. But then just a very long, braided, beaded goatee. I wonder, do you think feel like that would have either a positive or negative effect on my life? I think things could only get great. <laughs> it's a conversation piece. It's not going to keep you from being a good, you're a right. great looking guy no matter what. Oh, People are going to be like, you guys remember the year that Sean grew a long, braided, beaded goatee? Can I tell you why I know for a fact that um, things would go downhill from there? Why? Because I would put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember the year that Sean grew a braided, beaded goatee and then immediately killed himself? So weird. He had control over that, too. <laughs> um, no, okay. So this is what I did. And then we'll introduce our guest because I'm really excited to talk okay. to her. I went to a thing with a friend. I met uh, someone in passing. Then I got a text saying, hey, uh, my friend who you met is a casting director. She's casting for a, a pilot, and I think you'd be really great as the host. You should uh, talk to her. And That's I was like, awesome. great. Put me in touch. Yeah. Put me in touch. Emails are exchanged. I work full time, so right. I can't really like go in the middle of the day. The work, the, the pl their place is pretty close to my office, but I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, I could probably get away with sneaking off. But then they suggest... After a few days, I forget to respond, and then I'm like, oh, I should get back on this. And then they suggest, like, oh, you could do a Skype meeting. And I was like, oh, that's great. I'll just – like, my office has great Wi-Fi. I'll just find a little corner. Right. I'll do a Skype meeting. I'll plug my headphones in. No one will know. Uh, we schedule it. I put it on my phone. That was the beginning of this week. Yeah. Uh, I go at 6 p.m. today to add this casting director on Skype and have the meeting. It I, I try to keep, like, connecting. It won't connect. I email the people who have been putting me in touch with her. Um, saying like, hey, I just tried to sign in. I tried to add uh, whatever her name is on Skype. Nothing really happened. Let me know what happens. Yeah. 25 minutes later, they email me. Hey, Dan. This is the first time that they... <laughs> so immediately I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong. They, hey, Dan. Uh, that meeting was never supposed to be today. It was yesterday at 6 p.m. And we didn't hear from you. The office is completely shut down. We'll try again in the new year. And then I looked at the email. I'm like, oh, yeah. It was never supposed to be today. Oh, man. I completely fucked up oh, an opportunity. Dan, 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 yeah, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's a total <laughs> Dan thing. Anyway, things are... So what I'm saying is good things are happening for me, and I continually manage to fuck them up. And with that, I think we should introduce our guests. Hey, they said that you're gonna, they're going to, you know, they, they'll contact you in the new year. Yeah, how many times have you heard that about I things? I mean, I mean, I've heard that forever. Nobody ever contacts anyone. That shit's <laughs> over. <new> anyway, <laughs> our guest, I have brought in from my living room a Papa San chair. Before she showed up, I said, I bet you would like to sit in this chair. I bet it would make her feel good. I brought it in here. As soon as she walked in, I was right. She's having a blast. <laughs> she looks very comfortable. I'm really excited. She's, she's one of my favorite people. Uh, writer, actress, performer, uh, producer director have you ever i haven't produced or directed you are I'll about to whatever we'll talk all about <laughs> it. or have i written acted no, or... no, 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 no no she's amazing at everything i just said or met you <laughs> ladies and gentlemen for the first time in low cuties charlene de guzman hi hi Char! i appreciate this chair so much right now it, I, I knew that it would create an environment that would be conducive to a oh good it's episode. great yeah we want we have one in our i've relaxed into it very immediately yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm chilling You're real you good? hard. Do you need anything? I'm good. That's great. How how <laughs> do you feel today? I, I was just telling, we were just telling Sean, um, 
for as long as I've known, have we probably known each other two years, maybe? Is it, is it only two I years? I think it's only about two years. I, it but, feels longer than that. But every time we hang out, we <laughs> invariably have to go. <laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> We're great. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. And there's always a question mark at the end, and it's always this kind of back and forth. I have like the first one of the first times I ever hung out with her one on one is was at Square One, the brunch place, and it's her with like kind of with like shrugging her shoulders, and it just looks like the physical embodiment of like oh, that's, ah, yeah. Ah. Oh, that little uh, that little emoji. emoji. Is that yeah. really one of our first times hanging out? One on one, yeah. Because we we were in a writers group together. Yeah, that's where I remember you. I lo- I, I love. The, let me tell me if you remember this this way. So in my <laughs> the way I remember this, Shar invited me to a writers group, mm-hmm. which was like a bunch of people, East Hollywood. We're gonna get together. We're gonna workshop essays, stories, scenes, whatever. We're all gonna get together. We're all writers. We're all creative. We're all young. We're all vibrant. <laughs> And so she invites Maybe me. Let's like, just ah. ended up fucking. So. <laughs> it was yeah. Turn, the end of the story is it's an orgy. But I was like, oh, I might go. I might go. And I and I I remember going like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Uh, and then I just realized, oh, I wrote something. I have a long essay. I right. should just bring it. I should print it out and go. It's a block from my house. I walk in, and I'm wearing my hair is huge. I am wearing cut off shorts, a tiny like red T-shirt. I think flip flop, <laughs> and I look. I open the door to this apartment. It's like an immaculate Los Feliz apartment <laughs> filled with beautiful bohemian women in like sundresses, and they're all holding like glasses of white wine. <laughs> and Char is holding like a glass of white wine, and she just turns her head and goes, "You came," <laughs> and I'm like, "Hello," and it was probably eight. Ladies, I was the only dude. I was sitting there with my like thousand word essay about God knows what, probably something stupid and sad about relationships. And it was re- it was very. I mean, it was a great time. We did that. We ended up doing that for about a year. But it was really a very funny situation for me. I feel like that was three years ago. Was it? Yeah. Oh fuck. But I'm really glad. I'm honored to be here tonight yeah. because the last time, remember when we recorded a podcast air quotes at the taco bell at 3 a.m yes we recorded (laughs) a uh you couldn't really call it a podcast pilot but we recorded on my iphone something that we called char and dave will save your life at 2 15 in the morning at a taco bell drive-thru you had taken maybe like a valium and like three beers (laughs) You we say it in the thing. You can. It's on my sound. It was cloud. a rough time. It was a rough time. Yeah, yeah. we. But we were reassuring each other that everything was going to be okay great, yeah. while we were deliberating what we were going to order at Taco Bell. What, wait. So how long was this line? Long. It was eight minutes long. Oh, okay. Because cool. the file yeah. is eight minutes. So yeah. when we stop recording, it's when we it's when we place our order. That's oh, so funny. What a time. We were both. <laughs> we were both with the same manager who eventually both. We were both dropped from... Yeah, we were unceremoniously <laughs> dropped by the same person. Oh, that's what this is about. No. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, yeah, when she dropped me, she said, I remain a fan. And I was like, that's not true. You can't remain... You can't be a fan Wait, of someone. Wait, she told me the same thing. Yeah, that's a stock thing that people are supposed to say. Oh, wow. I remain a fan, but I just don't have any room in my roster for someone that I'm clearly not a fan, fan of. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's better than just saying not a fan. I, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, you don't have to say anything as long as you just say, like, I don't, I can't, yeah. I don't have the resources to work with you anymore. I wish you luck. 
but saying I remain a fan is like so condescending. <laughs> uh, almost as condescending as the time my agent who dropped me uh, <laughs> saw me at a wedding and ghosted me the whole night and wouldn't make eye contact oh. with me. Oh, man. Hey, it's fine. It's Am fine. Am I not employable? No. I'm, a, I'm employed currently. And hey, everything's great, right? Hey, we're doing <laughs> we're great. We're okay. We're, we're doing, doing great. great. Yeah, you guys, you're doing it. You're doing it. Um, yeah, but that's like agent behavior. You know, like, I mean, I think like, you know, the manager is supposed to be like, hey, Dave, we, you know, like, that's like, that's like an ex-girlfriend, you know? What do you mean? Oh, oh. Yeah, because they had like a close, you know, but the, the agent's supposed to be like, business only blinders to, you know. I know some people who are close buds with their reps no i know I'm, I'm, just, I'm kidding no, but i think, I, I think but an I, agent can be warm and, but and I stuff do think but yeah but it, but it makes more sense that an agent would do that i find it highly suspect and this is a very <laughs> la thing it's a very insular conversation i realize we're that we're having but if you are close friends with your agent i think you're suspect you think so why they are paid to be phony <laughs> they are paid to like you until you stop making money for them yeah. and these people are Going to their clients' weddings. They're hanging out and drinking beers. They're Instagramming each other. <laughs> and it's like the second you stop staffing on a TV show or stop selling shit or stop booking shit, like, you burnt. <laughs> <laughs> you burnt, kid. You burnt, kid. <laughs> uh, Char, you just released a um, a short on Super Deluxe. I did. That I quite liked. Would you uh, like to talk about it? Um, it's kind of like an educational video showing... Uh, what happens to the brain when you fall in love and oxytocin? Yeah, <laughs> Sean hey, knows. stage three attachment, <laughs> oxytocin. It's really um, that's what's in this joint I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you? My eyes turn to hearts. <laughs> did you find a way to extract oxytocin from a person and put it in a joint? I, I mean, I didn't not do that. I did that. Uh, brother, you just sold the Michelle Gondry movie. <laughs> and I want it. <laughs> Seriously, give me a piece of that. Got it. <laughs> He's being phony. He's not really going to. You cut me out of this fucking deal, dude. I swear to Jesus. God. Sean, I need this. You know me and you know I need what? this. You just muscled your fucking way into this, man. It, it was, it was. Listen, uh... buddy. Char's here. She's a witness. We both came up with this idea at the same time. You better protect me on this. I got a fucking lawyer. I'm so sorry to blow up like that. I'm not usually this macho. Uh, no, it's really great. The art, art direction is amazing. Uh, was it fun to make? It was so fun to make. I think, honestly, I cried on the way home because I was just so happy of about the experience. Where I had a life moment where I was like, that's all I want to do. I just yeah. want to make shit. Yeah. 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 And you, are you happy with the final product? I am. Yeah. That's cool. It's really fun. Su yeah, Super Deluxe is a new or a revamped version of a channel uh, that was around years ago, but it's back. Uh, are you going to continue to work with them? Uh, yeah, I think so. We're working on something right now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, they have money and resources to devote to like cool, creative people, and they are actually working with a bunch of people I know, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, it's always funny to like when I when I want to get into the <laughs> the like bones of the podcast. Yeah. Like I, I always have to sort of like go, oh, we just had fun. We just like learned about our guests, and now. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do, that's my shit, man. Oh, can I cuss? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And yeah, I yeah. also love – Here's this is a fun podcast thing. People <laughs> always ask, can I cuss? But then also, 
when they ask, can I cuss? The host always goes, yeah, of course. Like what, what why is it, what is it about podcasts that people <laughs> think they have to ask? So those two things are both now tropes. Cause the first thing used to be a trope. And now the second thing's a trope. Yeah. What I'm saying is there's no original thought. Everything's been done before. <laughs> Monkey's typing Shakespeare. We're doing great. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Sapporo. <laughs> yeah. How's your how's your uh, clean living going? Still going, baby. That's great, man. Yeah, congratulations. I think, um, thank you. It's been it's been it's been <laughs> it's been a month and uh, yeah, all of November and then up to now. So that's really that's awesome. awesome. I mean, I really yeah. I think that the main you know the thing about it is that I was like, oh, you you treat the holidays like. Well, I'm going to drink over the holidays. I'm going to drink on New Year's. I'm going to drink on this. You know, like it's whatever. What stopped me from doing this like experiment uh, is is basically I'm like, oh, but my birthday is like a month down the road. You know, like whatever it is. Uh, But really when I'm going like, yeah, I'm not going to drink on New Year's this year. That'll be interesting. Like that's just I'm dedicated to not doing that Mm -hmm. this year. Then I'm like, um, it's kind of it's just. I don't know. I just feel like I'm like, oh, cool. That's like, it makes me feel like I'm taking things really seriously or something. I, I don't know what I was going to say. I was basically going to go like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it, it makes, it makes me feel like I'm in control because yes. it's not something like new, the fun, the, the potential fun of new years and me potentially missing out FOMO, uh, is, uh, <laughs> no FOMO. Um, the, <laughs> is, is not, so I, I, wait, not, <laughs> I felt left out that me and my, that my two best guy friends were fucking each other. No FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It, it's not, you know, what it's, if, that's not controlling me. And for whatever reason, you know, that, that it's, it's the same way with like basically being like, and I'm not doing this right now, but I'm going like, you know, there was a year when I'm like, I don't want to eat meat for like a couple months. But then I'm like, but then Thanksgiving is coming up and, you know, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that controls you and it makes you your decisions for you. But if I'm going like, I don't have to drink one New Year's. Who fucking cares? I don't have to do that. You know, I, I, I personally uh, love that for New Year's, especially like I feel I don't know if I've ever made it through New Year's without having some sort of stupid like I, right. I spend every january 1st the most hungover i am the entire year yeah yeah because of the weird pr- i think it's the pressure of uh, oh, i'm wearing a tie i never wear a tie yeah. on like a friday what am i doing and everyone's going all out and you're like there's a little bit of pressure to be like oh if i'm single i need to kiss somebody and and all that stuff and so i mean there's like a lot of you know but it's it's great but you know like i'm really like like you know a resolution oriented person as opposed to you know you mentioned it earlier but i'm so like i want i want everything like well, you're next, a resolution you know, oriented person year in, round yeah, yeah in general goals. i just like these little games or like or goals that i like set constantly you're yeah. really good at tricking your brain into into furthering yourself which i think is is a really cool thing to be good at i am just not good at it but it amounts to it's also it amounts to me breaking a lot of uh things constantly like just going i've gotten better at it now going like you know but i'm me going like from this point for i really it's a delusion that i can sell to myself and really fully believe from this point forward i'm going to work a hundred percent for the rest of my life it's like yeah, yeah that's not gonna happen that's just not gonna happen you're not gonna like you know it doesn't all start tomorrow you know yeah. like that kind of stuff. sure are yeah. you are you resolution driven i usually set intentions oh in the yeah beginning of the year or, or like i'll pick a word setting intentions i feel like is something i became aware of recently it's it's something that 
It's like a a witchy woman's version of resolution. I love it. I <laughs> I set intentions before everything I do all day, and it really has changed my life because you usually get what you intend. Yeah. So this year, I, like, so every year, I've never heard this. Every before. year, I pick a word yeah. and an emoji. Actually, <laughs> so like this year, my intention was, uh, my word was create, and the emoji that I chose was that palette, the art palette with the different colors on mm-hmm. it. Totally, great. totally yeah. lived up to it. That's, That's awesome. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'll set intentions before everything I do. So like before I walked in here, for example, it's like I intend to be, be present and have fun. And be myself. Yeah. And then it happens. That's great. That's yeah. Great. yeah. That's even were, as simple yeah. as like driving, I'll be like, my intention is to get home safely. Like stuff like that. Well, you said before we started that you've done a few podcasts, but you've never done one where you're – you've done ones that are bit-based, right. improv-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, re- reading old things you've written. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is the first one where you're actually – Yeah. Like, I usually say no to podcasts. And so I'm excited that this is my first one where I'm just myself. And You're great. Oh, thank yeah. you, yeah. Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's, su- it's super fun to, to talk to you, as it always is. Uh, we So, and you said you've listened to a couple episodes, which is, I would say it's flattering, but I know you did it for research, but also it's nice. Uh, but, you know, so you know that we talk about uh, adulthood, and it basically is yeah. uh, our relationship with it, how we feel about it. Yeah. Um, uh, our listeners, if we have any loyal listeners at this point, know exactly where Sean and I stand on it, but... Uh, how do you feel about your about yourself and your place in the world and and uh, and the idea or the concept of maturity? Damn, that is deep. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it doesn't have to. Be. It could be like I wore a blazer the other day. No, it felt but weird. you know, honestly, like, um, I know you you ask your guests like if they're a little cutie, and then so yeah, I started. That's what I thought. I started coming. thinking about that of like, yeah. am I a little cutie? And it's like, yes, I am definitely a little cutie. This is how I qualify. A few reasons. There are many reasons, but like you know, yesterday I had like five dollars in my bank account, and I was like buying cans of beans to eat, you know, and. There are multiple stuffed animals on my bed right now. I drive a 1997 Toyota Corolla that needs two new. I do. It's still going. It needs two new tires and a new fan belt. And every time I start it, it sounds like it's going to (laughs) explode. You know, like there's like those things, you know. And but then at the same time, I will say, like, I was really relating to you when you were talking about your year because like this was definitely the most challenging year of my life. But at the same time, it was always also the best year um, just because I have finally taken responsibility for my life and looking at my shit and doing something about it yeah. instead how, of how fucking you... running from it. And so yeah. in that aspect, it's just like, I feel like I'm nearing graduation from little cutie. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, just in yeah. terms of like, I'm in the process of getting my shit together. Like I am getting my shit together and yeah. I can own that. Cause I have done a lot of work on myself <laughs> this year and it was gnarly, but it's all really good. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, something I, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm just projecting onto other people, but what I feel, I feel as though, and maybe it's just me, but I think that people take you a lot more seriously than you take yourself sometimes like mm. i fe- i think you're you're like you're gonna be she's gonna be huge <laughs> like you have stuff 
it's not even just that you because there's stuff that you probably can't talk about that you're doing that is really cool but at the same time also just like stuff you've done uh store stuff you've written uh you she uh char wrote a play that uh, like a 10 minute play that i directed at the at like uh what was that april or may i don't know july i don't know whatever this year's all blended together <laughs> it's like you know how you put enough colors together it's just like a kind of off brown like that's what this year has been for me but like i she wrote this devastating <laughs> piece that was so it's it was such a joy she was like will you direct this for me and i was like what? yeah yes i get to, my name is associated with this in any way like Aww. she's but at the same time, you're like, yeah, I bought, yeah. I bought a can of beans yesterday. I'm like, right. You're yeah. going to be – I mean, whatever. I have, I have yeah. more faith in my friends than I have in myself, and that is evident like yeah. across my entire – I love that, though, because you telling me right now of like, you know, you're going to – you're you're doing great, and like you can't see that. It's like I feel the same way about you. It's like it's interesting how we really can't see ourselves. Yeah. So it's nice to have friends that we can trust – like me and my friends, we call it outside eyes, where we'll be like, when someone's like having a breakdown, we'd be like, hold up, outside <laughs> eyes? Like, this looks good right now. Like, yeah. you're okay. Like, because we don't, we can't see when we are ourselves, you know? No, I know. I mean, it's absolutely life is a completely fearful, uh, oh, yeah. you know, experience. It's and if you're sitting in the driver's seat, you're going like, uh, how do I, you know, like you're constantly doubting yourself. You constantly feel fear and all this stuff. And it just takes like the person to like go, hey, from the outside, like people think you're doing well, like you're right. doing yeah. good. You people like really, think, you know, I don't worry about you. you this know? is a super quick aside and I know I can't speak to this and I feel like maybe neither. I mean, whatever. I won't make assumptions, but I'm just I wonder uh, when I when I think about like fundamentalist Christians and, and whatever, this will make all make sense in a second. <laughs> I feel like there's a, like a resounding sentiment a lot where it's like you, you're not living you're whatever you're not living you're not a real christian you're not whatever if you don't fear if you if you don't constantly fear god yeah and i thought about that and i was like why would you want fear no, to be a yeah. prevailing factor in your life yeah. that that drives you Every day, every second of every day. Yeah. That's the worst. So, it's the absolute worst. It's uh, not how you're supposed to live life. Ted Cruz said, I can't imagine there oh, you're being always a president Ted that <laughs> I can't it was something like I can't imagine a president uh, or do you want a president in the White House who doesn't fear, fear God? God. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't want a president who fears anything. Yeah. Uh, no. the pre even though it's like an arbit like whatever, it's p politically everything is fucked. But it's like I know that if there's a God, a president who was like constantly like what is <laughs> but what does God think? It's like, <laughs> dude, you got some dude or lady, you got some decisions <laughs> to make. Maybe maybe. Maybe don't bring. Maybe don't be scared all the time. Like I'm afraid that if I don't, I'm afraid that if I make a bad decision about abortion, that God gonna be mad at me. It's like that's fucking crazy. Right. That's insane. Well, it's you know it's that trade off of going like because there's part you know there's part of me that's like would I because now sitting here I'm like I'm an atheist and I'm like uh, just terrified of the unknown. There's probably not a day that goes by that I don't think well one day I'm going to die and face this like abyss. And I'm like, is it a trade-off to just ease my mind, swallow a pill, in my opinion? I mean, you know, there could be okay. – and, and go like <laughs> – and just believe that there is a God that I should be fearing right now and that he's my master and that I should be obeying like every command that he's ever put out. You know, it's like – in a way, I'd be like, well, I would stop thinking about fucking death all the time, you know, and, you know, all this stuff. But I think yeah. it's hard to stop thinking about death when you live in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> it's like very marred by death uh, as a town. And like 
our profession, there's just like people are constantly publicly dying, um, which makes it sometimes hard to enjoy the weather. Uh, no, it's really, it's, it's, it's really interesting. It also makes you more like anxious because you go, you know, I think like most of my friends are are atheists or agnostic, but they're going like, there's this acknowledgement, like one day we're going to die. So why the, like, why would you be scared if it's going to end and it's inevitable no matter what, but yet that doesn't free you from the fear, you know what I mean? But it does in some way for me, it elixes it a little bit. It minimizes it. But it doesn't – I still care about the stupidest shit all the time. And then I have to go, no, this is real even though in this moment you truly think you're like, la, 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 la. I'm watching uh, the screener for joy. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to die ever, ever, ever. You're really like – your mind kind of goes back to that automatic setting because you wouldn't be able to live if you didn't you know, do that. But I'm like – you know, it's like, no, you really – we should be – yeah, we really should be going, I'm free. I'm like, you know, I'm going to die. There's no legacy for anybody. That yeah. doesn't exist, you know? Yeah, I believe in all yeah. kinds of things that I feel like just relieve me a lot just in terms of I feel like I feel like our sole purpose to be here is to enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I really, you know, yeah, yeah. I think that absolutely. I think, you know, it's too... Yeah, like have a pleasurable, like uh, above all, like just really, really not, not, you know, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it. <laughs> just the fact that, you know, we do die, like it's just like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do here with my time? I mean, something that I think about a lot or have been thinking about a lot recently, uh, very relevant is I, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying, but I do feel like, and I don't, I, at this point, like doing enough episodes of this show, I don't think the age we're at. I don't think we're old. We're all the same age, Not old, which yeah. is cool. Every like we, I feel like we keep doing yeah, that. Where we have that. guests that are the same. <laughs> age um, but uh, I want to enjoy my life. I want to live. I want. I I, I want to enjoy my time here. I feel like I didn't do that enough in my twenties, and I specifically have a constant reminder of that because I I have. Uh, these back problems and right now I'm on this steroidal anti-inflammatory cycle of I think it ends tomorrow but it was like the first day you take eight pills and the second day you take seven pills third day five four three two uh and the, the fifth day nine <laughs> it just goes to life. <laughs> the last day is a threw, very yeah. long you take 37 capsules oh my god yeah oh, god. yeah 12 before breakfast <laughs> yeah. uh, um but I'm almost done with it and I, I I got a standing desk for my job with a doctor's note. I'm I, I oh, want, wow. I, it's great. The, yeah. the puppy I was fostering, which was uh, which was not making any noise, but was featured on our pod last week. She, she was sitting in my lap the whole time. So she cute. got out three days ago, two days ago. She got outside. My my wonderful roommate purely by accident left the door open as I was going to shut the door. She got out. I live on a very, very busy street. I already have a bad back. The la- the first time I ever had a back spasm, it was because I was tackling a dog that had gotten out, yeah. which I've talked about before. This dog is is a seven month old puppy. She's very small. She's very fast, and she snaked her way out of the door. And I live on such a busy street that I was like, if this dog dies, 
under my care, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like yeah. I might, I don't know. I'm going to be one of those guys like rocking back and forth. And I'm gonna, yeah. like, I just don't know. I was, this is going to haunt me. And so I just was like, her name is Lou. And I was like, Lou. And I just screamed mm. and she like r- jumped and kind of like ran away. And then she got on the other side of the sidewalk where it's like that grassy area right before the street. Yeah. And I was like, Lou. And I, as I was diving for her, I fell oh, and no. just fell on my left shoulder, oh. flattened on the ground. Oh, and God, she looked yeah. at me yeah. and I, my eyes were, I think, I feel like in that moment she realized like, okay, I probably shouldn't <laughs> go into the street. Cause this guy is like really, this guy, this guy thinks that going into the street is a really bad yeah. idea. <laughs> I don't know why, but he's convinced that bad stuff's going to happen. <laughs> and we do this thing where if I take her out to like a fenced in area outside, she doesn't know when we're done playing. I say this like she's my dog. She got adopted two days ago. I drove her to her new home. It was very mm. sad. Anyway, it's a great guy. He's going to be a great dad for her. But also like. You miss her. Yes. It's a fucking she's puppy. She's cutest. She has a little underbite. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. There's drawbacks too. Yeah. I didn't think about anything else or go out or do anything for a week and a half. A week and a half. It felt like it was two weeks ago today that I got her. Anyway, this yeah, is that's all. your goal. That's that's now your your new thing is to get successful enough that you'll be able to hire a hitman to kill <laughs> Lou's father and then reclaim her. Sounds healthy. <laughs> Sounds healthy. Um, anyway, when I finally was able to grab this dog and bring her inside, I felt like a twinge in my back, and I and it reminded me. Oh yeah, I have like a bulging disc in my back that's like five millimeters out from where it should be, yeah. and I'm in physical therapy and I'm on this like steroidal whatever the f- I, this doctor this orthopedic surgeon was just like here take this and I was like okay he's like if it doesn't work we'll give you a new injection in your spine okay and if that doesn't work we'll do surgery I'm like okay I can't really run whatever it's fine this is why I'm saying I look back on my year it was the worst year of my life but yeah. also <laughs> I have no problems because it's like. You're seeing me. I'm upright. I'm not hunched over. I don't have a walker. I don't have a cane. Right. It's not like I played basketball every day. I'm like, oh, no, I have to quit my basketball team. No, like, sure. I wasn't an active person. I am paying for a gym membership that I don't use anymore because I can't physically do it. Are you it. still keeping it up? You know that you can freeze it. I know. Or, trust yeah. me. I've called them. We've had a whole conversation about it. It, <laughs> it is just, harder to get out of uh, a gym membership than it is to leave Scientology. <laughs> um. Anyway, I want to enjoy my life. <laughs> I feel like I enjoyed it a little bit in the last couple of years, but then I think back from like 20 to 30. I'm like, what was I doing? Yeah. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to live in fear. I certainly don't fear God, but I want to, I want to do so many things. I mean, how, how long have you lived here, Shar? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. I've lived here 10 years. Sean is a, a, a LA native, yeah. but it's like when you come here to do this stuff and you've had a a ride to get here (laughs) yeah but it's like i just i want to start really do living and i feel like as soon as i realized i wanted to start living my body was like actually you gotta move a little slower Um, no i totally and i i 100 percent relate to that that thing where we often like create these stories where we go like uh, of course, as soon as I do that. But I'm like, remember, no God in the universe. And this is why that's freeing. Because it's like, uh-huh. nothing is punishing you. That just happened. That's a coincidence. But the mind wants to go, 
Of course. Why wouldn't it be that? Because the mind is trained to go to f pick up these patterns and do this stuff and like find these sort of like excuses. Like whenever I try, there's going to be something in the external world that's beyond my control that will come and, and, uh, and be a stumbling block. But you need to go stop, drop the story, don't do that, and then continue and just do, do what you want to do. Like go after what you want to do relentlessly, you know. And you can do it. You're super talented. You're really funny, you know. No, 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 yeah, no, what? Not, no, 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 no. This is not. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, to, I know that people can't. But I'm just please saying. Make... You should have. Look from the external thing. We were just talking about this guy, guys earlier. Like I'm saying, like you should be doing this because it doesn't matter what you know you go you look back and you go god oh, i wish in my 20s i would have like been more serious and i would have done this and i'm like no right now time is slipping out the door right now like you're like don't don't get to your 40s and go like Ooh. oh i could have done that when i was 32 like you know like that oh. you guys everything is happening <sighs> yeah. just as it's supposed to yeah you know, I am not an atheist and I do believe in something greater, the universe that is hooking me up all the time. But it brings well, when you say something greater, you mean something greater than atheism? Because that's really no. condescending to me. Something <laughs> greater something greater than myself that knows <laughs> I know, more I, yeah. than I do. Right. That I can trust with everything because if you really do look back on your life, like everything makes sense. Right. And I really do believe everything cool. is bringing us to where we want to be. And like, you know what is something that I honestly just got in the last few weeks was that life isn't about like what it actually looks like. And am I getting what I want? Is this what it looks like? You know, it's about the actual experiences that are making us who we are. Because when you think about it, like, of course, life isn't going to be at a fucking 10 all the time and looking the way we want it to look like to become the people we are, you learn and you grow yeah, you really... from the mistakes, mm -hmm. quote mistakes, from the downs, from the challenges. Like how else would we know about life and how it works? Like I just realized that like life is just coping all the time. Yeah, I know. I mean, yes, you're totally right. I think that um, for me, like a huge part of my, I think that, that, uh, that Albert Brooks movie, Defending Your Life, is such a brilliant movie. Uh, I think that a huge part of it, when I when I think about like what is the thing that really decide, I mean, you know, it's it's a fantasy like comedy, you know, like a high concept idea, but it's like the thing that dictates whether you get to go to the you know the afterlife or not uh, is if you conquer fear. Like that's the that's what it is. Like fear. Like the thing that is oppressing us and doing all this stuff is is fear fear is a constant force in your life totally. and our whole meant you know our entire even evolution itself is like you know like it's all based on that like you know that 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 one mammal that went out into the you know it's like you you need to be it's like joseph campbell and all that stuff is like the hero's journey the one who like really you know like led the way and like made the jump you know and that's like the whole thing is like that life is a challenge of fear i think and it's just the more that you, you, you it's a nonstop battle from be, from birth to death with fear. Totally, you know? yeah. and and you can only even practice, like I call it walking through the fire every time there's a fear that I get through in life, but it's like right. you only get that practice through actual life experiences. Like I can read fucking books, I can pay people to teach me things, but you don't learn unless you live an actual experience. Right. So you're going to come across sometimes horrible things, but... 
Yes. You get to walk through the fire and you have to. Yeah. It, 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 it took a long time for me to realize that I'm like a feeling of unpleasantness or feeling like, oh, this is like um, not comfortable. Not this, this is, you know, not like relaxing, you know, because like yeah. that is like fundamental to like growth. Totally. In some way. Yeah. And you really just have to, do, you know, so I go like you're not entitled totally. to just if you feel it's weird because it's like. The more, if you just relax for your entire life, you will feel utter pain. Like <laughs> things will fall apart in your life. Your relationships will fall, will stagnate and fall apart. You don't, you have to work and you have to feel uncomfortable and you have to do those things in order to like yeah. live yeah. A, a great life. You'll actually feel less pain by working harder. Like that's the, that's what I had to connect in my head where I'm like, Oh, you're doing yourself harm if you're not doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Like right. if I'm sitting there and I I drink and I watch a movie uh, instead of working on the st- stupid writing packet that I'm supposed to be doing or whatever, yeah. that's killing me. Like it will inevitably lead to more harm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, I guess this is sort of well. I want to segue into. I feel like we should do Stevie's real corner again. Let's do it to yeah. wrap it up. But I, but Maybe I, before we do that, and I can explain what that is. But before we do that, I have a question for you. Yeah. Because and I, I feel like I never asked you this before, but like you, so you're so funny, always, yeah. always have been, and you. So Shar was on a sketch team that I and an improv team that I, I had the pleasure of directing a few times, and she left the team amicably it wasn't like yeah, there yeah, was yeah. no controversy um what made you uh, want to, and it's not like she was on a tv show and was like i don't want to do this anymore but what made you uh want to leave effectively comedy you know i wasn't connecting to the like sketch and the improv stuff as much as I like, I always beat myself up for it for a while before I left because I'm like, why don't I love this as much as everybody else? Right. Why aren't I obsessed with this like everybody else? Like it didn't give me that feeling that I wanted. And like when I thought about it, like my dream, like I just want to be an independent filmmaker. I want to make movies. That's all I want to do. And Are I know you I can allowed do to. I know everyone says you can do both, and it's just like I don't want to do that. But you're right. working on, you're like gonna make movies, right? Yes. You're allowed to say that you're gonna make movies. Yes. You're making a movie. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm working on a movie right now. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. like your movie. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank that's you. So and cool. it's got like muscle behind it that it's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Crossing my fingers. I yeah. Mean, it's whatever. Been a Let's process, cross our fingers. But... I knock on wood. Knocking <laughs> on wood, but I think it's gonna happen, and it's like. Yes. You, and the thing is, when you wrote that play that I directed, we were we were running it in my living room right out right down the hallway. <laughs> and we were wondering, there's oh, God, there's this like two page stretch that's like really serious. Are people going to laugh? Oh, no. What if they don't laugh? What if it's like a comedy show? and They're not laughing. They laugh the whole time. Yeah, it's not the the silences where you guys were selling the shit out of these characters. Like it, it's funny because yeah. it's uncomfortable. Okay. And it's yeah. Here's the thing. This is what I found, because. When I was starting to do like 
the sketch comedy and that kind of stuff, I was still in a place in my life where it was like, I'm really depressed and miserable and I hate myself and I'm going to go waka, waka, waka and try to drink away everything. <laughs> and like, and like, look, here's this fucking mask I'm putting on to like, this is how I'm expressing myself. And then I came to this point in my life where I found the truth in myself and like, just got real and like looked at my shit and then I had this new intention in my life of like I just want to do real things yeah that brings me the most joy that brings me the most fulfillment and then a payoff from that was just like oh it's still funny when I'm being honest like this that's so I'm just I've just been trying to act like somebody I'm not for all my life and now I'm settling in to just being myself and this year has been cool because I've been finding that by being myself like that's okay yeah that's an incredible amount of self-awareness that's that like, the biggest that's a, gift of like wow that's I can, so cool I like, like yeah. I love that to go yeah like I just don't because I've been yeah. spending my whole life trying to be what I think other people want me to be yeah. whether that's people or people of power or boys or whatever and then like now it's just like i can just be who i want to yeah. be <laughs> wow what yeah. a concept that's really awesome that's especially yeah. because especially because everything you're saying makes total sense because that thing that we did was very real the thing very that you real. wrote that i directed was very, very real, real yeah. but also so funny and the difference between that and sketch comedy is that even the – I mean, there's – whatever. I'm a, I direct sketch. I love sketch, sketch comedy. I, I write it. and direct yeah. sketch comedy, and I sometimes perform it. But I direct, I've been directing it for years. And even – sometimes there's – I mean, I've had the pleasure of uh, – there's some scenes that I get so excited about. They're so real. They're so fun. Even they're sometimes grounded. But there, it's always these people are characters. Uh, and the yeah. thing that you wrote that went up at this show was so authentically like, oh, I know these people. There's long stretches where nobody's telling a joke. There's even there's not really any jokes. It's just like these are situations that people can relate to, and it's very it feels lived in. It was just to give some context. It was a couple, uh, basically minutes before their wedding, deciding if they actually want to get married. Yes. Yes, and it was just yeah super raw. And then <laughs> but then there were jokes in it about. What, what was it? Why are we getting married in a barn? Was that one of the lines? I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was whatever. It was great. That sounds um, great. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. so glad that, that I want to see it now. I, well, <laughs> I, can, the tape? I hope I can, we get, I hope we get a chance to do it again. I hope so. Time. It's really, I was trying awesome. to convince them to Will do it. Will you do it stuff. now for it? No. <laughs> yeah. Some of the lines. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why I feel like now, like after just, deciding that I wanted to be myself and be very real like that's all I want to do for the rest of my life now in terms of creatively I just want to do real things like all my favorite things I realize are just like very real things and it's like because sometimes you know I love sketch comedy but I gotta say when sometimes I'm sitting during a show and I'm just like I'll just feel overwhelmed because I'm like, I just want to talk about my feelings and real things Mm -hmm. and why today sucked and, you know, all of these things. And it's like... But you're watching a sketch where like a guy is holding up a bank with a and banana. He's like, and it's we like, get it. Your head is a pancake. It's funny. <laughs> like, and it's cute. And but it's just like, I'm sorry. I've just been faking it my entire life, and I just want to be real. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, well then that's a that's perfect so segue awesome. yeah. uh, with with the proper. We have the proper. Yeah. Uh, we have the proper. We recorded the proper sound bites from last week um, with our with our wonderful guests and uh, my co-host on another podcast, Stevie Nelson. 
Yeah, we uh, played this the, game for the first time. Last the host, episode. Uh, yeah, the host of Stevie's Real Corner, Stevie Nelson, is uh, is going to come here via soundbite <laughs> to introduce the next segment that we're going to run out our show with. It's Stevie's Real Corner. She'll introduce the rules, and uh, and that's how we're going to close out our show. We'll be right back with more little cuties. Welcome to Stevie's Real Corner, where the only rule we have here is no jokes, no bits, no funny stuff. This is the year in review version of Stevie's Real Corner, where we're all going to speak candidly about our years, how we feel about them. It's okay. That doesn't count as a laugh. It's just a natural body reaction to feeling vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) As are as both, the, that's what everything is right now. Everything's okay. Everything we're all feeling is fine and normal. So this year in review version of Real Corner, we're all just going to talk about our year. This is so intimate. How it made us yeah. feel. Points will be awarded based on vulnerability. <laughs> but we're all winners in the end, aren't we? That was a bit that was of a joke. joke. That was a joke. Shart. Oh, we're not. Yeah, no joke. Shart, normally. Oh, like, my hold on, God. Hold on. It's okay. It's okay. But I do want to say that normally, normally, I would maybe have to deduct a point. Wow. But I, I will not, I'm not going to start you in the negative. You're our guest. I'm very happy you're here. So wow. I'm just. This yeah. is bringing me a lot of awareness, though, because it's like it's getting vulnerable. So I'm uncomfortable. So I got to make a joke about it, which yep. I yes. feel like we all do. Yeah. Okay. Get it. Got it. Great. No joke zone from this point. This point got forward. it. Got it. But also, everything you're feeling is fine. Yeah. So, sure, 2015 was quite a year. Mm-hmm. I speak uh, from personal experience. I haven't spoken to you that much this year. You know, when I have, it's been great. But I guess my question to you is how do you feel cumul- cumulatively about this year? And uh, we're looking for we're looking toward the next year too. Uh, what are your what are your sort of overall feelings about? Um, what you experienced and what you're looking forward to in the new year? Well, like I said, this year was the hardest year of my life, but also the best and most fulfilling and most rewarding. So I want to focus on that part. Um, I'm honestly grateful that I made through it alive. I'm very grateful to be alive right now. Um, I feel like this year was all about not only looking at my shit and doing something about it, but getting to know myself, getting to forgive myself, getting to accept myself. Get, I got to know myself and ultimately like myself and love myself, dare I say love myself, but I, I really got to accept all parts of myself, even the parts that I was having so much trouble to even look at or even accept, but now I can have compassion for myself and love myself and take care of myself. I really feel like this year was the first year in my life, and I'm 32 now, that I genuinely took care of myself and did things for myself to nurture myself and support myself. So I'm really proud of that. And I'm looking forward to next year um, celebrating that. You know, I got through a lot of the shitty hard parts of it and I just want to have fun honestly I want to enjoy it and have fun and celebrate 
how far I've come. Thank you so much. Three points. Uh, now you ask Sean. The same question? Yeah. Any way you want to word it. Okay. Sean. Yes. How do you feel about 2015 and what are you looking forward to in 2016? Um, this year, as I mentioned, was ultimately a year that I consider to be like a, 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 a fulfilling year when I look back at it, like a quick glance. Um, sure, there were a lot of hardships within that. I think that this year was a groove that was a result of past years that resulted from past years of going through a lot of pain, a lot of falling down, you know, and, and stuff. So this year, although I still have fear and, um, apprehension, I guess apprehension is not the word. The, um, I ha I have fear. I really like don't I I'm I get paranoid that uh the foundation I just I really need to keep myself in line in terms of um continuously working harder which is where the no drinking thing plays in um I just want to be as deadly serious about stuff in my life as possible um because I feel like already I've wasted is not the right potentially you know wasted is the right word but like i think that there's no way that you can change the past if i w could do this thing it really does there are times when i have like anxiety um where i wake up in the middle of the night and you know i'm thinking like oh god i could have been further along at this point or people like who i've like started in like you know comedy with or further along or you know or anything and like i wish i could have done stuff differently but you cannot change the past you can only change this moment and i am dedicated to working very hard to continue to um just uh you know making stuff happen and and, and continuing to like evolve two points how do you feel about 2015 and are you looking forward to 2016? How do you think it is going to go? I um, I can't. I mean, cumulatively, what this year uh, represented was many hurdles that at the time seemed insurmountable, but looking back and I realized at the beginning of the show, I said, oh, I have a perfect life. Everything is great. And that's sort of the thing you're not supposed to do where you invalidate your own feelings because people are starving and there's war and people's heads are getting blown off and you're sad because you didn't get to go work on a thing that you, whatever, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm learning to not do that as much. Um, but that being said, this year was totally insane. Um, and I don't have any, uh, I'm not gonna 
be coy about it. Uh, you know, this year saw um, I was at, I started it at my absolute lowest. Um, I uh, very briefly did not want to live. Um, I lost a friend. I lost a job. I lost an agent. I lost a house. Um, but then I gained a house and I gained a job and I lost a relationship and then I gained a relationship and then I lost a relationship and then I gained a relationship and then I blah, 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 back and forth. And this whole year, this show has been sort of a mile marker where this week things were great. This week, my relationship was in great shape. Mm-hmm. This week, we shot a short, and mm-hmm. it and and it's going to be great. Uh, we just found out that uh, the first short we made together, you and you and I, is uh, going to be a Vimeo staff pick, which yeah. doesn't mean a lot to some people, but it means that I think a lot more people are going to see it. Um, probably whatever I don't know, ten, fifteen thousand more people are going to yeah. see it than saw it before. But we worked all year. We did this podcast where we we're developing a project together. We made five shorts and. You know, there were times along the way where I said, why, why don't, why can't we get a million people? What's, why are we even, what is even happening? Uh, This show is just basically like one big existential crisis for me and continues to be. So it's really weird. I mean, it's a really weird show to elect to do. We're electing to do this, to like look inward all the time. And comedy is uh, hard and boring. So it's weird to do a show that's not necessarily comedy, but about the process of yeah. trying to do comedy in a city. Um, I want so badly to do things well, but I, I feel like I finished this year going like, you know what? You can, you can still have the worst year of your life and come out of it um, out of the red or like in, out of the, oh man. It's so funny. I did a, a joke about this in a show. Right? What's what, what's the good one? In the black or out of the black? Uh, uh oh. Uh, whatever. Uh, I started yeah. this year in debt, and now I'm not in debt anymore. Uh, okay. I I'm not broke. Uh, I I I I wish I could have kept that puppy, but financially and as far as my time went, I didn't have the resources, and it makes me very sad. But I fe- I, I don't at this point. I don't even. I don't think that next year is going to be great. I, I'm not hopeful for it, mm. but I also know that I don't think it's going to be great because I think that it's just – I can't think about years. Years don't matter. Time doesn't matter. Nothing matters. But what matters is what's important to you. And what's important to me is making things. And anytime I've made something with you, I've enjoyed it. Me too. Uh, anytime I've done an episode of this show, I've enjoyed it. I just started a new show. I really enjoy it. I don't know if I'm going to start performing more. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I all I know is that if I if I stop, I mean we've said it a million times: stagnation equals death. So if we stop, if I stop working, if I just go, oh, I'll just stay at my job, mm-hmm. and I just don't, I won't put pressure on myself to work or do whatever. Um, it'll be fine. I know that I will ultimately become like way less happy than I am right now. So. I'm ending this year on a super weird note with myself. I don't really – it's not that I don't know who I am. I know who I am. I'm just not totally sure I like that person, uh, but I am accepting that person. So I think that has to be a positive. So it's not so much I'm excited for next year. I'm excited for – Maximum award, five points.
that's it for Stevie's Corner. Thanks for keeping it real. Okay, and that'll do it for Stevie's Real Corner. Uh, we're going to wrap it up right now. Um, real quick, uh, I guess, like, lightning round, I would like to know, do either of you care about Star Wars? Because we're recording this the day that Star Wars The Force Awakens yeah. premieres in theaters, and people are losing their fucking minds about it. And there's a lot of – are people – like, I, I feel bad doing a, a funny or shitty tweet about it. I just – I like when people like things. I, I just – I've yeah. never been in a – I've never been in a place in my life where I can – I have no opinion about it. I, I don't it either. Yeah. I don't, I'm okay. You're okay. I've got so much shit going on in my life. It's like I can't <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> pretend that I'm into this. I wish I were, but I'm not. I'm not either. I, I mean, you know. I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I do have to I really quick. Yeah, I have yeah. to say yeah, it's please. so funny to yeah. be like. It's almost like. I like uh, that you said. Like Wait, did not, you say I'm okay? Like not going okay. to an ex-boyfriend's Thank like one-man show. Yeah. Like, I have a lot going on right now. That I just don't know if I ruined my life for Star Wars Force Awakens, but I totally true. I totally agree Absolutely. with you. I respect it and I get it, but it's like I can't pretend that I'm, you know. I'm excited about things like Harry Potter, though, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've never got on the Star Wars boat. Yeah, that's fine. Me neither. I, I think that Star Wars specifically is a movie, a series of movies that you have to grow up with to enjoy. I think so. Yeah, I I really think that it has to hit you at an early age. In the same way that I know that my friends who are sports fans almost always started as sports fans, like when, you know, when they were kids and they're watching with their parents and, you know, and stuff like that. It's not something that you can really, because it's, it's a le- it's going it really takes that childlike imagination to wrap itself around that goddamn fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, like, weird, that world watching, that yeah, yeah. you got to know forty seven yeah. different characters before like minute two. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. My family we had a, we had, I, we've talked about this before. We had a dubbed copy of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. My fam- my dad was not the kind of guy, or my mom was not the kind of woman yeah. to be like, These, this is a trilogy. We got to sit down. We got to watch it. He was like, Yeah, we got Return of the Jedi. He, we yes. had one of the movies. Yeah. I saw that movie like five times and was like, okay, yeah, these little bears are cute. Like, yeah. it's really right. weird. I like I... the bears too when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. I will say, you know, it's kind of interesting because the, you know, I watched a clip of, you know, I was like, I watched the Force Awakens trailer and I'm like, am I into this? No, I'm not. Uh, then I watched a scene of uh, Luke Skywalker fighting Darth Vader in Empire Strikes Back, a, like like a legendary scene, a really, really well-known scene. Yeah, on that bridge. Yeah, and yeah. I was going, oh, wait, you know what? There is one thing that's like, these movies are, are gen- like what we were discussing. They are about conquering fear and really yeah. like going, learning to like, be centered and meditate. And I really like that about those movies. They have a good message and they're, and they're great. It's about like battling the internal evil that's inside you in some way. Um, but that being said, I just feel like I'm like, can't get into this magic shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I have a weird relationship with fantasy where it has to really hit me in a certain way because the weird, like this expansive universe. It's really interesting. I mean, it doesn't, I I'm I'm all for I mean I can't even remember shit. The reason I can't play like very complicated video yeah. games, this is what I realized. This is why. Right. When you have to have an inventory, like hypothetically, your character somehow whatever you don't ever show the character carrying a duffel bag, but whatever right. you have to. You're like, oh, I need to get the key and the scroll and the crossbow and the thing and the gun. Me the the act of when. Games got so complicated that you had to scroll through a whole, like, this is all the stuff I have. I was like, fuck this, I'm out. 
Yeah. I like to play Tetris. Right, right. Show me the like a Woody Allen movie is basically like cinematic Tetris. It's like characters fitting into a place in a grid and interacting with each other. Yeah, but there's also yeah, and there's a a real life connection. Like you know, Woody Allen movies very directly comment comment on on your own life. You know, uh, and I think Star Wars is a little removed from that. It's pretty fantasy, and I think that Harry Potter is at least like well, we all went to school. We always wanted to be like the the star student. That's at least the grounding of it. <laughs> That's but, I, but I've never been on a to. fucking adventure where I'm like you know <laughs> holding like a lightsaber fighting. You know, I'm like. Like, doesn't appeal to I'm like that's never happened so I can't connect with it in any way yeah just show me a yeah. girl who won't commit in a long scene about that and I can get get on board I've lived that but I yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay so so we're all in consensus we, we we would we would like hypothetically to give a shit about Star Wars but can't I love um, the enthusiasm over it I yeah. think it's really cool I think it's cool about it. people I love, care about I, it yeah. I love like, you that. do have yeah. to grow up with it yeah um okay well so we've dispensed with that that's great uh, we've talked all about the year and potentially next year. Uh, it leaves only the piece of business of, oh wait, I have one thing before we, before we get out of here. Uh, I'm curious. So here's something we've done. We have not even done 20 episodes of this show. We're not good at being diligent about recording the show, but we could get better in the new year. You make a resolution I'm curious. No, I'm not going to make a resolution. I'm curious if you're a listener to this show. And you enjoy it. Let's say you don't have to listen to every episode. Let's say you've listened to at least 10 episodes of this show. Let us know why. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you like this show? You can email us at lilcutiespod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at lilcutiespod. I'm not asking this because I hate our show or I think it's dumb. I'm just curious because we're just two guys and these are just our awesome, wonderful friends that we bring on as guests. But if this show means anything to you and you have any kind of connection with it, we would like to do more of what you like. So we're trying yeah. to be more vulnerable. I mean, it's a very, I, I would like to show consider to this a very yeah. user-friendly show, but we don't have a lot of users. Like, As far as I know, a, a small sampling of people are, are consistently listening to it. Right. But it's the kind of thing where we're going to keep doing it until we don't want to do it anymore. But that might have something to do with what our audience thinks because there's a lot of – podcast where you can say email us your questions or like this is a this is a user interactive portion of it we don't really have that right and so what i'm asking now is i guess it's like uh give us a report card yeah we would love yeah what do you like what do you not like please tell us yeah give us a year-end report card give us our grades that sounds Uh, great if you have any suggestions even like for like for games that you even like if it's like that specific like if you're like oh man i really like it if you did this Please, yes. we'd love to hear that. We yeah, we're, 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 it's it's less of a it's it's yeah it's less of a prerequisite and more of just a real curiosity yeah. because I personally like doing this show because Sean's one of my best friends, Dustin's one of my best friends. Every guest we've had on so far is someone I truly love and think is amazing. Yeah, uh, that's a reason to hang out with someone. It's not so yeah. much a reason to put out a show that potentially everyone in the world could listen to should they want to should should little cuties become the next star wars the force awakens which obviously is not going to happen for at least two or three weeks when they listen to this episode but what i mean is grade us give us marks give us feedback uh 
rate us on iTunes or write a review, even if it's a negative review. If you if you're hate listening to this because you're like these pretentious motherfuckers <laughs> need to leave L.A. and go <laughs> dig a hole and sit in it until. I don't know. They die. Scorpions bite them and they die. <laughs> uh, I guess in that case, the hole is in the desert. Um, but that's really what I'm excited about or interested in moving forward with this show. I'm really wondering because I guess some people with persistence of vision know the kind of thing that they're doing in the show they're making. Yeah. I personally don't know what I'm doing ever. Yeah, we, so, we enjoy doing it a lot. Yes. 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 Uh, we love it. But, but we. But if you love it, tell us why. Yeah. And continue to tell us why. Uh, and so with that, I, I will now uh, allow or ask uh, Shar to tell us where people can find her because I think everyone should know about you. I don't know if any of the stuff that I've written that uh, that I've read that you've written is online, but if there's any place for your writing or your mm-hmm. filmmaking or anything, where can people find you? All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Charstarlene, C H A R S T A R L E N E. Um, I'm also at charstarlene.com if you want to check out stuff. Um, and I also want to take this opportunity to plug my book coming out. Awesome. Jesus, you are <laughs> on cool. fire right now. 2016 is going to be, <laughs> we know how your 2016 is going to go. <laughs> um, I've got a book coming out um, early in the new year. Um, it's called You Can Do It, Just Change Completely. <laughs> um it's uh, being published by a really cool um, art press in New York called Von Zoss. You'll be able to purchase it at their website at landofzoss.com. Um, they make limited edition pieces of art and books with different artists and writers. And so it is a limited edition book. It'll be really, really well designed and awesome and cool. That's so cool. Um, it is a collection of emails that I've written in my life that show my journey um, in uh, as a sex and love addict um, and then finding my recovery this year. So I would love to share that story and journey with you. Yes, look out for that book. That's going to be in stores or online or both? I think mostly online. It might be in a few stores, but I'm not sure. Well, look out for it either way. That's wonderful i'm excited to read it because if you remember the <laughs> first time i ever in that in that writer's group that i i came into that where i was dressed like a 12 year old boy and it was a bunch of sophisticated ladies in pretty dresses as soon as Shar finished reading her piece i just looked at it and went write a book <laughs> please write a book and I think you probably were already in the like beginning stages of doing that. So you're like, yeah, thanks. Like, thanks, dude. <laughs> like, Why don't you write a book? I want to read it right now. Write it so I can read it. That's um, so yeah. That's wonderful. Um, thank you so much for being thank on you. our show. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, to our listeners, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, sometimes uh, we don't know why we do this beyond <laughs> the fact that it's fun. But uh, yeah, look out for our for more episodes next year. Uh, watch our shorts. Yeah. Um, they're on Vimeo. Uh, our, our wonderful director is moving to New York. So if you're a Los Angeles director and you want to work with us, hit us up cause we have more scripts. Um, but yeah, it's about to be a Vimeo staff pick. You can find, uh, me and Sean on Twitter. I'm sure you already know that you can follow us on Twitter, little cuties pod, uh, follow Dustin Marshall at Dustin Martian. 
for super hot Prince memes. <laughs> he is photoshopping a really cool picture of Prince into a lot of different pictures. <laughs> and we haven't talked about it, but I really like it. He's wearing a black and white Santa hat. It's very on brand for him. Uh, I love this guy. Uh, shout out to Feral Audio. I, um, I just want to say, Dustin's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the greatest. Shout out to Feral Audio for being the coolest, weirdest yeah. network of just brilliant idiot weirdo geniuses um and uh i don't know uh we'll see you we'll again see you in, in the, the new, new year, year yeah. and uh and <laughs> i don't know man yeah. this shit's weird <laughs> we started a show and it's so yeah. weird what are we doing but i like it <laughs> it's so like we're doing yeah. the weirdest thing it's great yeah uh, my ex-girlfriend moved back to her hometown. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey. Feral audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking here. serious? Don't you fucking you know. Know. Don't look at me. So branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.